0: Hoy there, Marley Mates, and let me be the first to welcome you back to Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast, the very first episode of 2024. Wishing all of you, Marley Mates, a happy new year. I'm gonna actually celebrate the first episode of the new year by going back in time. So I'm actually going to stop talking and then start talking, and I'm going to refer back to the Facebook Live session that was conducted back on 6 December, where we talked about a couple of different Joker-influenced pieces. So I've got uh, an original piece that was done in preparation leading up to the 2019 Joaquin Phoenix Joker film, that I took some inspiration from the 1989 Michael Keaton, Tim Burton Batman. And then there's also uh, an image that you may have seen before on a previous Facebook Live that kind of got caught up in the background, we mentioned it ever so slightly, and then uh, I promised to come back and talk about it again. So I'm going to talk about that here as well, and that's actually featuring the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. So a couple of different pieces, a couple of different perspectives, and how uh, both of those came to be, and what the influence and inspiration were behind those. And then we had a good dialogue. It was right before um, Christmas, kind of the kickoff to, to December. And so, hopefully you had a December to remember, as they say, but it's time to look forward to 24, right? Here we are already. I feel like just last year it was 2020, right? Wasn't that? Oh, that was the year of hindsight, I think, if I remember right. However, um, here's the deal. That whole new year, new you bullshit, I don't subscribe to that. Do your thing. Don't worry about setting uh, any sort of resolutions. Just just work hard, do what makes you happy. You know, be mindful of the things that you have. Be grateful for the people in your lives. And uh if there's something that you want, work hard to get it. So, let me just uh get off my high horse here. I'll quit uh, pontificating about, you know, such deep and wonderful things and just just do your thing. All right? Be happy, be healthy, go crush 24. Make it your bitch. And uh, let's reminisce a little bit about 6 December. Just, just put them over there. <clears throat> put, them, put them over there. Yeah, right next to the pile of guns and porn. Got it. Okay. Hey, Marley Mates, welcome back to Marley Ramone's Madman House of the Dead podcast. Sorry about that, I was giving the start spangler a little, little guidance and direction. He's always misplacing his keys, you know what I'm saying? So, what do you say we uh, do this live thing once more? How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the program. And uh, thank you for joining us on this cold December evening. And uh, I see a big thumb in a bubble. That's a, That's new. That was kind of fun. That was cool. Let's see more of those things. Those are those have definitely caught my attention there. That's for sure. So I hope everybody is uh, enjoying this kickoff to the holiday season. That which is December, and um, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, we do from time to time. You know, seems like just this time last year was, uh, it was it was us celebrating Christmas and other holidays and such, but. Here we are. So welcome back to the program. Thank you again for being here. I just on a whim decided, you know what, let's do a live. I needed to, to catch up with some of my friends here. And I've already got some Marley mates tuning in, digging the digging the uh, scenery. And we're gonna talk about two pieces tonight. And one of them is this joker behind me. I've been dying to say that. But literally this joker behind me, um, that is one of them and my photo is of a beautiful lady cool i got it thanks bitsy and or steven i got gotcha. you and uh, your friends and us out of control of these people bon jonesy bethany we got the whole cast of characters the cooch is here we're having a, a big old crimbus celebration but i uh, i'm so glad to see everybody's names and faces and, and names but not faces so forth and so on but why don't we have some fun why don't we talk about some pieces and so uh, ahoy there i'm gonna set this down because this dude's not light six pounds of awesome you know what i'm saying so why don't we uh set this mamma jamma down and get to talking so i hope everybody's doing well i will tell you that uh, we started this back in april and it's been uh quite some Quite some of a, of a bit of an experience there. Yeah. We have published 40 episodes so far. We got a few in the hopper. We got some stuff and things coming up. We've celebrated some milestones and special events. And uh, some upcoming episodes we have some cool guests lined up, as we've already uh, had on the show several cool guests, six pounds of D's. And. Uh, <laughs> Better than a bag of these, I suppose, right? Perhaps. And there is uh, an upcoming episode to kick off the start of winter, that by which we're going to name the piece that is going to be featured in that special episode, Winter, one of the four-part seasonal series that I've got going on that we featured last autumn with Autumn, right? So we've got uh, Winter on the Very Near Horizon, that'll be here before you know it and then of course we couldn't have a christmas episode without a christmas episode so we'll be doing that too and yeah there's lots of fun stuff that's uh that's coming up but we've we've done a lot and i will tell you that over the course of this past year things are dramatically different for me and you sharing that and i want to thank you for that and that's partially why i chose to talk about what we're going to talk about today You'll see this piece behind me. You may recognize it. I've posted it on the Facebook before and it came up kind of unintentionally and indirectly. I think it was on the second Facebook Live that we ever did. It was in the month of May, which happened to be mental health awareness and the question came up and and I will tell you that this piece specifically was absolutely influenced by where I was at the time and the state of my mental health in the, in the moment, if you will. And I um, I love the film. If you can't see, obviously it's the the Joker. I'll, I'll move out of the way here shortly and be able to let you see it in more clear definition. But that the film itself kind of centers around the origin story or an origin story, because there are several, of the Joker and how he came to be. And I will tell you that I created this piece... Um, almost exactly a year ago a little over a year ago I finished it on 19 November of 22 so just just over a year it's uh, 22 by 28 in dimensions and it's mixed media collage the title of the piece is The Joke Was On Me and I will tell you that I was at my absolute lowest point when I created this and even though when I look at it, <laughs> Mike T says, "Look at this Joker! What a clown!" Uh, when I uh, when I created this, even though when I look at it, I, I don't experience any sort of negative thoughts or any sort of darkness. I just actually uh, am very fond of how it turned out. But um, I will tell you that at the time when I was when I made this piece, like I just was completely lost and confused, very uncertain about a lot of things and i felt like i was going crazy i felt like i was just not really in in a good headspace and so i felt like this was me so in in some ways it was kind of a self-portrait not really but just very much uh along the lines of what i thought was just going on i was just i had no idea i just felt like i was I had, to, I had to get this information down, I had to somehow express what I was feeling and on, on canvas artistically. So I'm gonna move out of the way, kind of give you an opportunity to gawk at that for a second, but I think I'll take it off my tripod here and bring it a little bit closer so that you can see it. And like I said, I have posted it on the Facebook before and I'll paste it again, but it, um, it's mixed media collage. And I don't know how detailed you can see on your view, but there are there's some line work that kind of comes down through here, there are some seams, and you got some lines like in the face and whatnot. And what I did was printed the form in a very crude and pixelated, very just, very um, just, Kind of a kind of a wash where it was very distorted and just just very unclear, just to get the layout where I wanted it. And I layered it and then secured it all down to the canvas and then just started painting over top of it. And as you can see, it's it's very abstract, somewhat expressionistic, and not a whole lot of specific significant detail. There's a lot of uh opportunity here where the colors don't necessarily correlate to what they would as you can see like i've got some some cream colors and some skin flesh tones and whatnot but i've also got obviously his makeup that's very smeared but you'll see that there are two lines that come down here there's a line here 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 which kind of dissects each of the pieces so in and of itself he's already somewhat of a um Broken man, and he's even more broken and dissected when you add the line work in there as well. These are some classic images from the film and from the from the stills uh, from the the actual picture itself. And then I'll tell you that even though everything kind of came together in the piece itself of just the the subject and the focus of him directly, I really love this on the outside. I took some paint markers and just kind of outlined with Sharpie, it's just kind of that wavy glow, some of that, somewhat of that aura, and then added different layers of this various teal color. There's a few different variations of that. And then continued to just have the waves protruding off of that. I can see that very well with my Navy issued glasses, by the by, and up close and personal, you can totally see that they, they indeed are. In the background, I've got a variety of different um, just layers of color, some different different combinations, and then some gold metallic, bronze metallic rather, coming down here in just like a just a smear. And so I did this very clearly. There were some elements that I painted with a palette knife. There were some elements that I painted with uh, some. I buy these. Interesting things to use that are somewhat non-traditional and I'll use actual cake decorating tools I'm actually looking at my cart right here Uh, I use these different cake decorating tools to Add different layers and textures and so that's what I'll do with it and I don't know it just works It's just an extra thing Bob Ross said that you can paint with with anything so so I do Uh, I like to use different sponge techniques and what have you so um, Chucky says hi so he was not there when I started or at least not when I was setting up but that's fine this is fine so yeah that was a piece um, and it hangs proudly in my living room and it's actually this is probably one of the pieces that I will not likely ever get rid of I don't think I want to part with this it's uh, it's it's symbolic, but it's also very just kind of um, me at the time, so I'm not so sure. Like, whenever you go to cons or other shows, you'll see that artists will do a lot of different prints based on known characters, different franchises, and so forth. So it's not uncommon to see that. Um, and maybe I will make prints of this at some point, but it's not just – it's. it wasn't just another – superhero movie to me. It wasn't just another uh, comic book movie for me. It definitely didn't feel like any other comic franchise. It's definitely a very dark and sad movie. And, um, you know, we I'm not trying to glamorize the character by what he's become because he's very much a byproduct of, of society. I mean, he had his own issues already, but then the way that people act and treat towards him It it, it made him what he was. And so you can almost identify with him as the character, as the person. I'm not trying to say that that this is a reflection of me. It's just that you can kind of get it. You can kind of understand and feel what the thoughts are like. And um, yeah, I don't know. When the movie was announced and we had some production stills and things of that nature that was kind of cool and it was exciting because it was a new joker film we've had several great jokers we've had a couple of not so good jokers and he looked the part he looked really cool but nobody really knew what the deal was and so i will tell you that that was kind of a lean into my other piece that i'm going to showcase tonight That too is a Joker piece, but it's a little bit more comical, a little bit more whimsical and fun. And so I'm gonna take this one down. Actually, let me wait. Let me leave it there for a minute. Let me pause for a moment and let you ask some questions, like this one. Is this Joker your favorite version? I would say yes, because of the, the origin story. Because he's not a comic book character, like he's based on. Obviously, we all know that it takes place in Gotham City and that it's in the in the DC uh, Batman lore. But this particular film could be its own film without any backstory to it, without having any previous knowledge. I love this Joker and I love Jack Nicholson's Joker. Obviously, Ledger is Ledger and Derry, if you will, and his portrayal and people put him as as that crowned king for the most part, but I would say that uh, these two are very much tied for that, that number one spot. Pretty cool stuff. I think that we need to uh, just acknowledge that there's different origin stories and different ways that people come to be who they are. And I really love The Christian Bale trilogy because there's a lot of great one-liners in there, and one of was you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Obviously, which is spoken by Harvey Dent who becomes Two Face. Uh, Yes, Bethany, you did. It was awesome, and I think it's just a classic line. Um, But it just it 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 all kind of ties together. It relates. It connects. It makes sense. So as I was getting excited for the new film, thinking about previous Jokers, thinking about different scenes and some classic stuff that was significant, I thought back to a scene from the 1989 Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, Batman that has uh, Jack Nicholson in it, and one of the best scenes is from when he was in the art gallery and he and his henchmen walk in and they've all got buckets of paint and spray paint and they're defacing all the art that was in there by making them all jokers. He would take white, green, red, purple paint and he was basically using his color scheme to do that to all the different pieces of art. There'd be white sculptures and he would paint the a crude slap of a a red mouth on it to represent the smile and green hair and he would throw just buckets of paint on it was just awesome it was crazy and i love that and i took something away from that and you could call it defacing you could call it upgrading i call it upgrading too because it was kind of that commentary on making art out of art and so this piece right here is something that i did back in actually November, 8 November to be precise, of 2018. And so, you know, it was leading up to the film, not really knowing what was going on. And so this too is mixed media collage. And you may or may not recognize some of the people in there. And they're actually four very specific folks that I used to convey a Joker image. And what I did was broke the canvas into four pieces. Each one of these sections has a different character, a very famous person, such as the king. That's Elvis right there. Abe Lincoln, you got it. Yep, you guys nailed it. That's old Honest Abe right there, the vampire hunter extraordinaire. Anybody tell who this gem is right here? Go ahead, try it out for size. Whoa! Yeah, that's Christopher Walken. And down here, you've got Tim Curry and one of his great <laughs> Chester Copper Pot. No, Samsonite. I was way off. So what I did was the same type of situation, only a little bit more precise. I. Printed them each off in the grayscale, black and white, but with a little bit more detail because I wanted it to show through just ever so slightly so that it was not super obvious, but it was at least a little bit obvious. And I basically did the same thing that the Joker did, and I very crudely just like started slapping paint on their faces. You know, I got the green hair. You got the Joker smile. It's just very crude, just a, just a quick brush stroke. And... Then I went back and kind of detailed a little bit around the eyes. You know, their their clothes are a very light purple, almost a lavender. Around them in the background, you've got some just... I actually used a very dark, excuse me, series of of dark greens and blues. Spe- uh, used a speckle technique with a, with a brush to get some stars, but there's just a lot of texture and dimension there. And then detailed these eyes ever so slightly now what i love is that i went over them again with some red paint and i just put laughs all around the ha ha ha's all over the place but a line that i took from the 89 michael keaton batman was love that joker and if you remember jack nicholson when he he came in and he took over the airwaves and he he was able to uh have some chemical influence in the various hygiene products. And so people were starting to react to the things that were in the air. It was basically just a, a takeover. And they kept saying that, love that Joker line. And I thought that was great. So I put it here and I put it there and I put it there and I put it there. And it's just uh, kind of a, a takeover, but with a little bit more of a modern pop culture style influence it was completely random the people i chose were completely random no rhyme or reason i mean obviously everybody knows how much i love mr walking right and for lack of a better time of year we are walking in a winter wonderland that's right we love the king because that's the king man obviously tim curry so sexy and then honest abe right Best vampire hunter on the planet. So why not? Right? No rhyme or reason. Just threw him on there. And I actually love the way it came together because I think the there's a balance, right? Because this side of the the piece is a lot more detailed than this side of the piece. And it's almost like there's a competition. It's almost like they're like looking at each other to see who's the Joker, right? He's... Tim Curry's getting really into it. He's all up close and in your grill, and he's trying to figure out, like, what's my role here? Meanwhile, Walken's looking over at the king like, talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong tone. No. Abe's just, like, looking off, trying not to get shot or something. The king, he's just, I don't know, think about that next cheeseburger. So everybody's just doing their own thing, but it's just, it just comes together, and I like it. Uh, It's 16 by 20 title called Love That Joker, and those are my two Joker-influenced pieces. I've done other pieces, but when I went to storage uh, a little while ago, and I kind of swapped some things out, and I got a big batch coming in, I grabbed this guy, because there's just something about it that I I think it was one of those pieces that I did in one sitting. Uh, It was a handful of years ago now, and... I just remember doing it as a response to the new film that was on the horizon. So those are um, those are the two pieces for tonight. What questions do you have for me? What kind of thoughts? What can I what can I answer for you? I'd like to eventually do more. I've actually thought about doing this with some type of sculptures. in fact, Uh, You can probably remember back to the the sculpture that I did of the king where it's just kind of a bust that I didn't sculpt him, but I painted the sculpture, and it's got a skeletal face and what have you. But there was a hot minute there where I actually thought about doing a similar technique with him in that because it was just a pure white plaster bust. And I thought, why not do green hair and red lips and just call it a day? But I just thought it was too... It was too big of a piece to do such little detail to it. And I felt like that could have been so much more, which is what I did. So do you paint on that easel or a flat surface? I actually don't. I don't like to use an easel to paint on. Uh, It's nice to display and kind of have this here. I thought, why didn't I think about this before? I've been meanwhile holding them up every every time and trying to talk around them. Actually, I, I don't like to paint on an easel I need to have a flat surface. I've always been that way. I even had, uh, as a kid, I had a drafting table. And most of the time, I kept it fairly flat. Like there would be some times where I would have it slightly angled, but for the most part, I I need to have it flat. But even painting, so which makes things interesting because I hold my pencil like a lefty. And so I never really learned how to hold a pencil just right. And so I hold it like this. And it doesn't help things when I'm writing like this and dragging the underside of my hand through whatever I'm, I'm working on. Could always do another coat of paint on the Elvis bust. I I could, um, I could, I kind of love it how it is, but I guess, you know, I could always get another one. <laughs> yes, I still hold my pencil that way. I, I never grew out of it. I can remember, in fourth grade, uh, Miss Baglio saw that I was holding my pencil like this. And she tried to do her due diligence to fix me. And bless her heart, because it never happened. I was long gone, even way back then. And she gave me this like slide over uh, triangular wedge that went over the pencil to basically shape where your fingers go, and your fingers were meant to go on each edge of that to help learn how to hold it the right way. And by that point, I was it was too far gone. I'm like, absolutely not, screw this bullness, bullness, bullish. I am not doing even back then. I used to be like, bullish, and I'm like, forget it, lady, it's too late. You're not going to change me, I'm a rebel. I'm a rebel, Dottie, and I would just take it off and throw it away, and I just, no. But the thing of it is, like, I've got fairly neat handwriting, and I was starting to develop drawing a lot by that point. I mean, I had been drawing for a few years at that point, just drawing cartoons and stuff and just sketching and whatever, and I felt like I was fairly decent at it and coming along, and then she tries to change it up, and I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. So... That was that. No love. No triangle wedgies. You know what I'm saying? What else you got for me? Any questions or thoughts about either piece, for that matter? Like, I was mentioning the uh, this most recent one, but I'm happy to talk about either and whatnot. So, I will tell you that, while you're typing in those questions and such, that I... Don't want you to get your hopes up for the Christmas special, right? Because I don't do Christmas artwork. I have one piece, and I did it a long, long time ago. Um, I had to think long and hard, giggity, about where and what it was, but I was able to find it, and I, I got it out. So um, it fits the intent of the episode, and I think I can actually kind of stretch it just a little bit more Uh, To add a second piece in there, which isn't a Christmas piece, but I think I could tie it together. And so, you know, either way, it's still going to end up being just like every other episode. But it's going to be churched up and labeled as the Christmas special. So, uh, you got to have a Christmas special every year. Everybody's got to have one, right? The Smurfs had one. Simpsons had several, right? Everybody's got a Christmas special. It's what you do. And um, why not? So... That uh, that will be coming to you in a couple of weeks. Until then, got some cool stuff. Uh, if you have not caught this week's episode, I'm going to put in a plug for it because I, I kind of built it up all week leading up to the, the premiere. But it was probably one of my most favorite episodes to do. Got a very special guest on the program. And for the first time, we mention and talk about some original music and so all the other shows have been centered around visual art and this one for the first time was finally going to talk about some music that we collaborated on so there's a guest in the in the studio we talk about the the songs that we do and we've actually collaborated since and so we're we've got an exciting project in the works and uh i'm eager for you to to listen to that and don't be afraid with any of any of the episodes, any questions that you have, any feedback that you have, go onto the social media and like list them there. Put your questions in, talk about what you like, what you don't like, and you know see what you come up with. It would be great. So I'd love uh, anything that you have to offer. We can get into a, a dialogue and go from there. Are there things that you'd like to see me do? Uh, that's come up before in previous live episodes. And we've been able to to make it happen. Some of your ideas have been been shared and utilized. Some of the things that we've uh, suggested on the program from you, the listeners and viewers, have come to fruition like a live demonstration. Never did I expect to do that. And we did one. And we might even do another one. Because I've been thinking about that too. So I am excited to tell you that I recently finished a uh, private commission, and that was pretty cool. I am not going to reveal too much about that because it was uh, it's intended to be a gift, and so I don't want too much information to be released, but if anybody is interested in something of that sort, shoot me a message. Slide into my DMs, as they say. They keep saying that, right? I think they say that. So, I don't know. Whatever you think is clever, Let's let's chat about it, let's talk about it. So, what's on your mind otherwise? It's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Something new for tomorrow is gonna be hitting the streets too. I, just one thing after another. It's not always a big thing, but it's a live demonstration displaying the techniques using the cake tools would be cool, okay. Okay, I'll, I will describe them in the meantime. But basically, I will paint with some very heavy, uh, thick amounts of paint on a canvas, and then I'll use those tools to kind of push it around and shape it. And that way, when it dries, there's some added texture to it as well. It's it's kind of interesting. Where'd you get that Miss Piggy ornament? Oh, well, that actually uh, is one of the three-piece sets from McDonald's 1988 collection of Miss Piggy, Fozzie, and Kermit. All three of them are on the tree. I scored those at a thrift shop over the summer, actually. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Where are things always... (laughs) Why are things always shitting in the streets? Dang potholes everywhere. You betcha. Whatever that means, I'm going to tell you, um uh, Chad, enjoy your Thursday. That's great. I'm glad you're already there. I'll be there soon. Probably in a couple hours. Couple two, three, four and a half. But um what else is on your horizon? What's uh what's coming up new in your neck of the woods? <laughs> Always hitting. So Oh, the goodness, oh, the goodness, so, yeah, um, I am excited about the episode that's actually due to, to release on Friday as well, I think I actually mentioned to you in the previous live that we did, kind of a story of what I was working on, and this was one of the pieces that I was so excited about, to get right to it, I've already finished it and recorded an episode about it, so... You'll see that coming up here on the new uh, on the new episode premiering on Friday. So as any of you may already know, we have a merch shop at spreadshirt.com starting tomorrow. For the viewers and listeners that are on right now, I'm gonna tell you that from the 7th through the 10th, it's 15% off everything in the shop. So Hop in there, grab some coolness, some stocking stuffers, as they call them, where they sell socks, and uh, although there aren't any socks for sale. But we got all sorts of cool stuff. T-shirts, stickers, mugs, hats, aprons, throw pillows, fanny packs, all the coolness. And you can modify it. So you can go on there if you wanted to get a design, if you don't see a a shirt or something that you want it to be on, you can totally church it up to make it a one-of-a-kind unique piece for you. They're made on demand, so think about it. Check it out. Do what you got to do. There's all sorts of original art there. There's lots of logo stuff, so it's all yours. Shameless plug. That's how it goes. So, yeah. You tuned in, so there's the, the built-in commercial product placement and so forth. But that's, uh, that's the dealio. So... Otherwise, uh, just keep him busy doing lots of stuff and things. Probably in about a week or so, the Beast is going to go off and start getting her beauty makeover on the inside. That just sounded weird. I'll, I'll work on the outside stuff, but uh, she's going to get her engine kind of looked at and so forth and kind of get some love in that department. So I expect that over the course of the winter, she'll be getting that interior uh, work done. And that way, come spring, summertime, I can cruise up and down the streets of Ratcha Cha, large and in charge, and looking for chickies. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what we can do. I'm kidding, but seriously, I'm hoping that uh, we're able to figure out what's going on and get her, get her growling and cruising through the, the cemeteries again. So it's good stuff. Lots of fun. But I imagine she'll find her way onto a on a Christmas card of sorts. But that's uh, still a little ways away. So I hope that everybody's having a great holiday season. And I just want you to remember that no matter what happens uh, all along, week after week, post after post, I'm grateful for your viewership and listenership especially, but your friendship is great. You know, having your support and it's always going to be the same people, time after time, and and that is so meaningful to me to have you on here. It's uh, it's huge. It's it's appreciated. I feel valued, and you make me feel you make me feel special. So, for what it's worth, I am grateful for that. Uh, I want you to continue to 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 listen at your at your leisure. Don't go out of your way to do it. They're always going to be there on the other end of the interweb. So. They're on demand, as they say. Yeah, they come out at midnight new episodes, but they'll always be there anyway the when you wake up. So <laughs> like a natural woman. You betcha. So uh yeah, so that being said, as the natural woman that I am, I'm going to I guess uh just shoot out one more requests if you have any last minute questions or oh by the ways and i'll let you get back to your wednesday evenings but otherwise um thanks for tuning in today anybody got any any uh hanging chads as they say not to mention the the chad that's watching the chad so i um We'll turn you back over to your Wednesday nights. I look forward to your feedback and future thoughts and ideas. But you know where you can find me? I'm the dumbass that's always posting silliness. And uh, sometimes artwork from now and then, you know? So I guess that's kind of the point of the show. But until then, I will catch you later, Gator. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Stay classy. Go tell somebody you love them. It is no surprise that Marley Mates are indeed the greatest listeners in the galaxy. That's right. So whether you decide to support me by listening to the show week after week, tuning in to the Facebook Lives every now and then, or even following me on my social media pages of the Facebook and Instagram, that's greatly appreciated. But I've recently also started a merch shop. If you want to get your hands on some of the coolest Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast merch, head on over to Spreadshirt.com and find yours today. We've got logo stuff. We've got original artwork. There's plenty to choose from, and I'm always adding more. Also, I've recently started a Patreon page, and for just $5 a month, the cost of a mocha chalk bullshit, you could have a membership to Marley Ramones Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast. Where with every new subscription, I will send you a personalized video message and mention you by name in a future podcast episode. If you should wish to participate, go on over and check it out. If not, no worries. I love that you keep coming back for more anyways. So I will talk to you soon. Tune in next week. Okay, folks, thank you for joining again this week. Art is a powerful thing, and I appreciate your willingness to hear my stories. And if you keep listening, I'll keep talking. I urge you to do what makes you happy and never accept anyone that treats you less than. Have the courage to be you and try things on. Besides, every day is Halloween. Special thanks to our friends at Pecan Pie and Subsonic Voodoo for providing these epic musical selections. To see these works as discussed, follow on Facebook at Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast page or on Instagram at M-R-M-M-H-O-D. You can find this podcast on most major streaming platforms. And most importantly, if there's one thing that you take away from this stupid little podcast, it's to remember that you are not alone ever. Dial 988 for the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or Veterans Crisis Line, also 988. Then press 1 or text to eight two255 Until next time, be creative and go tell someone you love them.